dum 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 ba dum 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 ba dum 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 yup sports are dumb dum 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 welcome to sports are dumb it's a hot august afternoon but a delightful one nonetheless because we don't have to worry about how much money we could potentially make sean we could make infinite amount of dollars if we wanted to yeah well not if we wanted to is probably wrong <laughs> if, oh. if the opportunity presented itself we could make infinite Maybe. amount of dollars I mean, someone wanted a mega millions recently i know 1.28 billion and like even after taxes get their hands on that you're still yeah. still walking away with a nice little you know at least two mansions worth I think someone made the joke of like uh, whenever the jackpot gets super high, more people play. Not like why weren't they playing when it was like oh nine hundred million, but oh it's a billion now. I guess I'll crosses go. that threshold, man. <laughs> I guess I'll play now. Like <laughs> yeah, I remember one time I've I've played the lottery one time, and it was because one of my coworkers talked me into doing it. Like this, it was the last time that it was super high. Whenever that was, like five years ago. And I believe I won enough to cover the cost of my ticket. You know, I won like a little oh, nice. salad, which was, I don't know, $4, $6, whatever. And my coworker who who had the idea, I guess her, I guess she was trying to pay with like a credit card or, or like didn't, I don't, I don't remember what the issue was, but she had to go to the ATM and the fees alone oh, no. would have negated any victory she got, oh, which man. she did not win. But oh. it was, I just thought it was very entertaining. It was great. I think I... I read way back when, what's the point of a lottery? Like, why are you just giving away? I think they generate a lot of money from people playing. Oh, I bet. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, still win. Even though we're giving out a billion dollars, we just made so much money. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But we're talking about money because today's Sports Are Dumb topic is the salary cap. Okay. The salary cap for the owners. This is a nice hat, right? No, wears. you don't get a cap that's a salary on it. <laughs> Although, uh, <laughs> merch idea. <laughs> that, 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 hey, delete this episode. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> no, we'll have these ready to go by the time everyone's listening. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for owners, it's a smart idea. It, it keeps you from spending a lot of money, so you can just, you're guaranteed to make money off your team. However, this is America. <laughs> and... If there's any more of a socialist idea in America, it's the salary cap. You just, you just, salary cap is just saying, F you capitalism. We're not going to pay somebody how much they're worth. We're just going to pay and then say, oh, I can't pay you any more money. Go somewhere else. Like, do you know how much, how much is LeBron James worth? No, we don't know. Oh, There's no answer to the question because no, who knows? Who knows? Who knows how much Michael Jordan would have been worth? Who knows how much Tom Brady is worth? We'll never know because they play in salary cap sports, and so these owners, and mainly these fans, they will say, like, whenever it's their political discussion, how much they hate uh, socialism, how much they, you know, market value, all this good stuff. But then when it comes to their sports, when it comes to their sports. No, no, no. We can only pay you a certain amount of money, even though you're because it's for the good of the team. Well, 
and they get it a leak because you know the owners they can't they can't behave themselves. If there wasn't a salary cap, who knows how much Jerry Jones would spend on a player? Bitch, let him. Why not? He's his own man. That's his own money. Let him spend how much money he wants. Why is there a limit? Like, why set limit yourself to, on to do that? And I'm sure there's some owner that's like, well, not everybody is ri- as as rich as the other owners. You know, so and so that owns. I don't know, the Carolina Panthers, they got a new owner too, um, isn't as rich as whoever owns the Rams or the Cowboys. Then, hey, if you can't compete with the big dog, don't don't own a team. If you ain't going to spend money on it, why why else do owners, they don't, owners own teams to make money. But, I mean, it, it should be, you want to own a team, you got to want them to win. That's like, and so baseball, baseball doesn't have a salary cap, and they're always worried about oh, um, if you have a salary cap, that that means you're going to have parity. Man, the Yankees have had the largest payroll in forever, uh, for forever, and they haven't won a World Series since 2009. The Tampa Bay Rays always have a low payroll, and they were in the World Series two years ago, and they've been consistently in the AL playoffs, like. That don't mean shit. Like, come on. <laughs> Get out of out of here, Sally Cap. Y'all just making up excuses to uh to not pay these athletes what they're worth. And I hate it. And I think it's dumb. And I think we as fans should rally together, even though we won't. We should rally <laughs> together and say, Hey sport, I'm not gonna watch you unless you get rid of the salary cap. Now what? I do have a follow up question, but I you, uh, you brought up Michael Jordan of what he's worth. Right. And how this, much? Yeah, continue. I'm this sorry. always blew, Michael Jordan made ninety four million dollars. That's it around the course about about that from much. playing, oh, not from the playing. Shoes, yes. just playing. Okay. Yes, he has endorsement deals. His according to Basketball Reference, Basketball Reference, ninety four million twenty two thousand five hundred dollars is what Michael Jordan made over sixteen seasons in the NBA. His first twelve seasons, he was under thirty million dollars. Oh my goodness! Those four championships, as well as. Multiple MVP awards, all of that, like two and a half million dollars a year. What? Which you look at contracts today, and like, yes, I know, adjusted for inflation, etc. Yeah, Mike Conley signed a hundred ninety-three million dollar contract, I think, over five years. He's he's a good but not great point guard. Yes, <laughs> times have changed magnificently. But my follow-up question was, and this this might only be an NBA only role. I actually don't know if it's in NFL or. NHL of some of the penalties if you go over the salary cap luxury tax yes is that every sport or is that just basketball I think that's just basketball I don't I know it's not an NFL um I don't know if the NHL has it or not uh, NHL has some some kooky salary cap rules because everybody was mad at the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, a couple years ago because they kept Kucherov on like the DL and it didn't count against the salary cap but then he came back in the playoffs and he was the best player in the playoffs. And like <laughs> that was the only reason why they were able to keep that core together because they finagled their way. But regardless, um, yeah, NBA has a luxury tax. So the Golden State Warriors, they, they're they keeping their guys, their core together because the owner doesn't mind paying the luxury tax. He's rich enough to pay the luxury tax. And so not every owner can do that, obviously. Uh, so that's why they, you know. I would I would disagree. I think every owner could do that. Oh, okay, not yes, every yes. owner wants to they do that. They just don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. And he's the only one willing to do it because he says, F it. I'm going to pay this. And we're going to win. And he's been correct. So he pays. Essentially, you pay a dollar for every 
dollar, you're over the salary cap. You can go over the salary cap to re-sign your own players, and you pay. So if you're $10 million over, you're paying an extra $20 million. Hmm. But then there's repeater taxes if you're doing this multiple years, and then it starts multiplying. Oh. And it can get quite expensive quite quickly. Like, you know, hundreds of millions of yeah. dollars. But That's expensive to us. Again, yes. For, <laughs> I remember reading something once where it was... It was just a question. It was like on a forum or something where someone asked a question like, do you think millionaires ever use or like billionaires really like ever use money as toilet paper, like just because they can. And I every once in a while that pops into my head. I'm like, surely no. But like they're definitely buying triple ply. Yeah. Because you need that soft charm in. Yeah, you can afford it. On your rough. I mean, they probably have bidets everywhere, which are really not that I don't see expensive how of a clean. luxury, but. <laughs> oh, it's great. Water's water's nature's cleaner, Sean. It, it, the soap that the soap shoot out of there too? Like I think you could probably get oh, yeah. varietals okay. that get it. I mean, not everyone has soap. Some uh some herbal And you don't have to be sticking your fingers up there. I mean, some dudes are into it. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> Generally not when they're spooked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> But yes, I think you've just made a great point. The owners, they could pay these players how much they are worth, but do they want to? No. No, they don't want to. They just want to keep all of America, capitalism! But not, not, for, the, not for the athletes, though. Not for the athletes. But Sean, you make a sizable amount of money playing sports. No, I don't. Aside I pay from a sizable <laughs> amount of money playing sports. And we always like to hear about Sean Sports. So what you got for us? All right. So for all my pickleballers out there, you know what's dumb? Switching from playing indoor to outdoor. Because I normally play indoor recreationally. I joined an outdoor pickleball league. And there's a factor called the wind. (laughs) (laughs) And so the wind is dumb. Because I was serving one time. and it It was blowing super right. So I I did my normal serve and it blew to the right on the, on the other side of the court, which was you know a, uh, a a fault and you don't get a second serve, so it's a automatically side side out. But one time I was like, all right, I'm going to aim to the left, and so, and as soon as I served it, the wind stopped and it just went wide left of the court. And so you know what's dumb today for sports? The wind. This is not a pickleball story, but a ultimate frisbee story in high school where, again, very windy day. If you ever tried to throw a frisbee and you're not good at it, right? it's it's tough enough as it is. But if the wind's there, it's like downright impossible. Man. And so a group of us played pretty regularly in high school. I would say we were probably among the best people on the field. Yeah. I'm throwing it about as far as I am to the door right here, which for our, our listeners is 10 feet maximum. Right. Probably eight feet. We'll say eight feet. And I was throwing it to my friend. Gust of wind comes in, takes it over the fence, which is like 30 feet from us. But not only over the <laughs> fence, it keeps just going up in the air. It goes over the house oh, no. that is on the other side of the fence. I have no idea where that frisbee is. I don't know who ended up with it. I'd like to think it's still just sitting in the street in the suburbs of Chicago, but it's not because that was, I don't know, 18 years ago. Yeah. And uh, I would hope someone has walked by and picked up a frisbee and gotten a nice little souvenir for themselves. But that's the most majestic I've ever seen a wind. The wind. Uh, assisting something. Terrible for sports. We should all play in domes. Great for hair, though. A little windswept hair look. Oh, oh. 
Look who's talking. Uh, perhaps one of my favorite cliches is that hair looks like it's been windswept. <laughs> one of our stupider cliches though, <laughs> is uh, I would, again, for, for most sports, I think this applies to talking about a player being the first one in the building and the last one uh, to leave. So, I mean, maybe all the time, maybe players all have keys to the practice facility. Sure. You could perhaps be the first one in there. But yeah, are you sleeping in the gym? Like, do you have a place to go back to? And they'll say that about multiple players on the same team. So, like, that's <laughs> literally impossible. Either one of them has to be the first one in and last one in. They out. walk through the door together and then get stuck. Yeah. It's very cute. But, like, I mean, there's security. Probably staying at the building all night, or at least nearby it. There's, you know, janitorial staff cleaners that are coming in. I'm sure maybe not at... at standard hours while people are there they're trying to clean while there's not people there it's just it's a it's a dumb cliche (laughs) just why it's on the show about how sports are done that you've been listening to and now you'll probably stop listening to it because the episode is over and sports are still dumb Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 